Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining maybe one of the last podcasts of 2019. So who would I want on one of the last podcasts? You were the first podcast. Yes. You were, weren't you? Well, I think your mom was first. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yep, my mom was first. This is Dr. Cesar Lara, everybody. Say hello. Hello. (laughs) Happy to be back. Yes, it's been a while. But yes, I did. I had mom and dad. You're right. So I came after them. That's not bad. No, that's pretty good. You know, in the grand scheme of things. (laughs) So Dr. Laura and I have been having so many great conversations over the year. But seeing that we're going into 2020, which isn't it? It's kind of amazing. It's amazing. It's just around the corner. And Mm. time continues to just fly. Fly. It really does. It's like at warp speed these days. But we have a lot of deep conversations that not a lot of people get to hear, unfortunately for you. (laughs) (laughs) We're solving world problems here on a daily basis. Um, For any of you that don't know, Dr. Cesar Lara has been in the uh, Tampa Bay community practicing medicine for 25 years. Yep, a little probably closer to 27 now. Wow. Time has continued to click. And you have continued to evolve. Yes. Where some people thought maybe a few decades ago it was a good idea to continue building and building more offices. You've decided to streamline. Yes. And serve your purpose. Totally. Yeah. So Dr. Lara is now in downtown St. Pete, only the coolest place to be in Tampa Bay, uh, besides the space that we're sitting in right now. Yes. This is a cool place. Too bad you guys can't see it. But you've seen many pictures if you follow me on social. It's the ring and it's my favorite tree room. We're sitting at a tree where we should be. Yeah. We should always be sitting at one or under one. Yes. (laughs) We can't help but just feel it. So we, because we're going into 2020, um, of course, our daily practice is a lot of work on mindset. Um, But I think because we've been asked to do talks in 2020... Um, we wanted to share some of the discussion with you today Yes, on the podcast. So um, why don't you talk about this wonderful uh, thought that you have that um, you have to go through a shift to live the reality that you want to live. <clears throat> so uh, a reality is really the perception. So like the simplest way to think of it is that when we consider the old saying is the half glass full or half empty uh, the reality is that the glass has exactly the amount of fluid in it that it has but we could either interpret it as being half empty or half full so reality always has a um, an interpretation to it and when we begin to reflect more about that we come to appreciate the fact that the thoughts that we have or the uh, are, or create the perceptions that eventually create the reality that we live in. Mm-hmm. And so if we don't feel good about a circumstance, then more likely we're going to be bringing that energy into that circumstance and we're going to be experiencing a circumstance that is not happy because we did not feel that we had because our thoughts were not consistent with happy thoughts. And so how do we shift our energy from being one of disempowerment to one of empowerment is by beginning to really reflect 
what is the conversation that we're really having inside of our heads to with ourselves mm -hmm. and when we begin to tap into that then we have the opportunity to dissect that those thoughts and come to the realization that many times we are not really living the life that's based on our intentions and our own creation but we're living the life that is based on other people's perceptions other people's thoughts other people's perceptions and and we are actually having that be created for us by we buying into those thoughts yes and, and so to make a shift it really requires that we become truthful with ourselves truthful in being able to at each point appreciate what our thoughts are and realize that we have the power to change our thoughts and we if we have the power to change our thoughts then we have our power to change our perceptions and if we can change our perceptions then we in essence are beginning to change our reality and <clears throat> to me it's a wonderful opportunity to reflect upon the fact that thoughts our thoughts become things and there's actually been a book that's written about how our thoughts become things in other words once upon a time i wish i had a bike and before you know it you have a bike right. once upon a time you wish you one day will have a car and there you go you have a car and so our thoughts lead us to actually live the life that we want the problem is many times we don't have our own thoughts but we are literally accepting other people's thoughts whether that came from our parents from our friends from schools and because of that we have this empowering thoughts so we don't believe we can and so we won't or we believe that we're not good enough and therefore we feel like we're deprived and so it's all these different thoughts that are really creating the uh, reality of the pictures that we eventually live and we were just talking about um, vision boards yes right for um, January this was something that um, was introduced to me the first time when I was 18 uh, at my first rehab uh, <laughs> and I remember drawing all of these things that I I didn't even know I wanted yet but I knew I wanted it to look different than how it looked at the moment they gave me this opportunity to do a vision board because I was in a rehabilitation center because of um, drugs and alcohol and the same uh, happened again when I was in my second rehab this opportunity of doing a vision board um, came to life and today I can honestly say and I shared this with you before that everything that was on that vision board has come to fruition. It's it's very, very powerful that whatever we think we are. Yeah. And whatever we tell ourselves we are, we are. Yes. So the most powerful thing is to is to change the tape, right? Yes. That's in our head. Because um, like you mentioned before, we're either growing up in dysfunction um, what our parents tell us, what our boyfriends tell us, um, whatever it is, the, the past can really dictate your reality, but it doesn't have to. Yes. If you change that <clears throat> mindset. So I, I think for, well, I know I'll speak for myself. For me, this is a no brainer, right? I mean, this is like, I've been doing this for so long. When I want something, I will set an intention and the intention for this podcast even is to just help somebody else. Yes. So setting an intention, um, telling myself that I can versus I can't, um, so powerful. 
So, but I know it can't be, it, this didn't happen overnight. Yes. <laughs> I want to make sure that, you know, I put it like a disclaimer out that this wasn't something that came to me naturally. It really has been a tremendous amount of work. And I know um, for you, even shifting in your practice, going from family practice to more of preventative medicine, you must have changed your mindset because I'm quite sure people were telling you that it wasn't a great idea. Right, right. And, <laughs> and, and yes, definitely it, from, a, from a professional perspective, it's very difficult to change the usual and customary things that we're used to doing because we mm-hmm. have all these uh, market forces that tell us otherwise or we have our loved ones that think that we shouldn't be taking any risks or we have our colleagues who think that maybe something's wrong with us because we're talking nonsense mm-hmm. now because they don't really understand the language that you're speaking. But ultimately, you have to be truthful to yourself. Yes. And as much as it requires work, the lack of work just gives the power for you to live the life that somebody else wanted you to live. Right. Well, you end up living a life filled with regret. Filled with regret, which unfortunately comes with its own set of work. Yes. Because, so to me, I don't know that I necessarily would like to bring attention to the fact that it requires work as much as it requires an intention. Mm-hmm. And it requires that you begin to literally um, support the fact that your thoughts will create the reality that you desire. And as long as you're like, the things that I have come to appreciate is that is when you have this vision, like when you created this vision board, Mm -hmm. what you probably can remember about that vision board as you were creating these visions of what you would like your life to be like, Mm -hmm. there was an emotion that was being also awakened with it. Mm -hmm. That emotion was an emotion of happiness and joy because you were already seeing yourself in those pictures as you were creating those pictures. So it it facilitated your ability to create this image. Mm -hmm. And when you created that image, it felt to you as if it already was there. Mm -hmm. And yes, maybe it's taken 15, 20 years, but the fact of the matter is from the moment that you created that particular vision board, mm-hmm. the moment that you put the energy of putting the pictures together right. and you put the emotion of appreciating that one day you will have that and feeling mm-hmm. almost as if you already have it, at that moment, everything around you begins to change mm-hmm. and begins to coordinate circumstances and events that will then become possible in your lifetime, mm-hmm. short of you being the impediment to that. Right. Because if you... In, if immediately after you did that, you no longer nurture that, mm-hmm. and you begin to think, oh, that was silly, now I'm done with it, forget it, mm-hmm. then you begin to give way to the things that you don't want in your life, because those are the things that normally will take space in your thought processing. Mm-hmm. Because we've always been taught that we're not good enough. Since mm-hmm. we came into this world, you know, we weren't as fast as readers or somebody else. Okay. We didn't run as fast as somebody else. So yeah. limiting thoughts is things that we are taught from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Empowering thoughts are things that we need to come to appreciate for ourselves, short of somebody giving that to us. Yeah, or going back to that innocence of childhood where we really yes. did think that yes. we were, uh, super, I thought I was Wonder yes. Woman. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and now I know I am. 
But I mean, I really think that when you're a child, you have this wonderful innocence and, and belief in yourself when you try something and you do it. And it's so powerful. And then yes. as we get older, we lose that. We totally do. Um, to society, to the job that we end up in, to the college that we don't get into, to the the spouse that rejects us, to the friend that betrays us, yes. to the employee that betrays yes. us. So it is, um, it is fascinating because it really does come down to our thoughts. It does. It's, it's such a simple concept, but it is so powerful. If I, I could just relate it to exercising this morning, I wanted to kill the woman in the video because she said we had to do eight more. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought we had already done enough. But as soon as I thought that, I had to flip that script. And say, of course I could do eight more. I could probably do 16 more. But if we put those limits on ourselves, we will, my goodness, we're going we're gonna to lose out on so many of those prizes that are waiting for us in life. We do. And, and that leaves us, brings us to what you initially said, is that mm -hmm. you continue to relive your past. Yes. Because your past is holding you back. Mm -hmm. Your past is limiting your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so because of circumstances and events that happened to you yesterday, you can choose to continue to carry those regrets with you today. And that creates a more of a regretful experience. And so you continue to relive your past. So there's got to be a point where we need to start living our present mm -hmm. and being pulled by our future. And only us can create the future of what we want. And so we need to, we don't try to achieve the future. We need to allow the future to pull us, but we allow the future to pull us by being able to visualize it mm. and believe that things will come around to exactly what we want. Yeah. And once we see that in ourselves, then we appreciate the moment. And if we can appreciate the moment, then the past no longer holds us back. Yes. And, you know, all of those things that scare us the most are the things that we should be doing the quickest. Yeah. So I have learned so much from that. Um, just so give me an example of what you mean So I was, I, there are three that stand out right now. <laughs> uh, in business, uh, just leaving my comfortable, really, really great paying job, working, running medical practices for somebody else and stepping out in faith, I like to say, and trying this on my own and that was very scary yeah but if I didn't take that risk six years later I wouldn't be sitting here with you today on this podcast you know all of there's so many things but that wasn't the scariest I think hosting um a fashion show I was uh an MC, and I really and truly was so scared because I had to talk about um somebody else's charity and I was so worried that I wasn't going to do a good job that I wanted to call in sick <laughs> to the fashion show. And, um, and I did it. And after I did it, I felt like, well, if I can accomplish that, what's next, right? Yeah, yeah. So my friend just asked me to sing at his wedding. And there were 500 people there. Wow. And if I, if I told myself I couldn't do it or... My voice isn't as good as it used to be. I mean, if I started believing all of these limiting beliefs, right? Like I have polyps on my vocal cords. This is a fact. And if I strain my voice, it's bad. I'm, I could be hoarse for days. 
So if I kept telling myself, well, you have polyps on your vocal cords, you won't be able to do it, I wouldn't have done it. And I wouldn't have been able to experience sharing my love for my friend in front of his entire family. Yes, right? yes, yes. So those limiting beliefs that we put on ourselves that, uh, you know, I, I have this or that, you know, I have it written down here because it's so important to me, that story that we tell ourselves. Yes. And um, boy, we can tell ourselves some stories. We can tell ourselves so many <laughs> disempowering stories oh, that we literally just want to not move or just cuddle up and just... You just stay in bed. Stay in bed. And not move, not talk to any humans. I heard a lot of stories over the last few days. And, um, and these are people that are not uh, in my life on a daily basis. So I, I think that that's an important point to pick up as we go into this, this wonderful new year and all these new opportunities. I can't, for myself, I can't really be around people that are negative or are not taking a risk or are not living their best life or, you know, I think it's very important to surround yourself with people that are supportive and empowering and tell you to go for it, tell you to take the risk. There's just not always as many of those people. Right, right. Because because society has nurtured us to be more limiting, to be more sameness, to try to fit into the little square boxes like everybody else. Yes, where it's safe. Where it's safe, instead of giving us the ability to bring the magic that we yes. each bring and to that soar. divine aspect of ourselves. Yeah. To be more like the Wonder Woman I thought I was when I was yes. a little girl. Yes, Right? Yes. Who did you want to be? Zorro. Uh, Zorro, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> Maybe we'll see him in that costume for Halloween next year. Who knows? <laughs> but um, I really do think that, you know, we have to let mm-hmm. go of the story. I think as soon as we let go of the story... And it takes practice, right? It, 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 takes, it takes practice. practice. I, uh, and I think the idea of bringing rituals yes, uh, mantras, in, in, yeah. into the experience of mm-hmm. releasing those old stories is important mm-hmm. because we're really working at that level. We're working at an energetic level, uh, which means that the stories that we hold have a significant amount of energy. And that energy is influencing our uh uh, our perception of things. Mm-hmm. So, as we, if we were to, for example, uh, use an exercise where you write down the current story that you no longer want to continue to support, but you end up writing it in a piece of paper so that you can actually be clear on it and understand it for yourself, um, you would then do something like a ritual with fire, you know, mm-hmm. so you would bring candles or have a little fire Mm -hmm. and then bring attention to the fact that as you are going to take this piece of paper that holds this old story you're actually going to give it back to mother earth and it's going to turn itself into fire and it's going to get transformed and it's Mm -hmm. going to go back to the earth so that other good things can come from it and you say and you have to say thank you to it so that because it was part of your life it came to teach you something and so there's an honoring of being able to let go of parts of yes. ourselves. Yes. And and I think say that, that thank you to the fear. Say thank you to the fear. Thank you, fear. Thank you for to the coming. fear, to the pain, <laughs> to the challenges, yes. to all the things that were imperfect in our lives. Say to thank you us. because they mm-hmm. actually came to teach us. They did. And and in the process of us learning, we then can say thank you, I no longer need you around. 
because I've now come to appreciate what you came to teach me. And then you can begin to then liberate yourself to write your new story. Yes, write your, write your new story in 2020, everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. You can write, your, you can write whatever you want. Whatever you want. You, you are your only limiting factor. So, so you Amen. are the limiting factor. So whatever you want, whether you want uh, health, whether you want prosperity, whether you want to travel, whether you want to break out and dance, whatever it is that's in your creative mind, allow that to come to fruition by giving yourself an opportunity to visualize it, mm. giving yourself an opportunity to connect with what it would feel like to actually be that element of yourself that you want yes. to be like. And then that brings forth your ability to then be connected to your future. And then you allow the future to then pull you towards that. So mm. you can literally um, bring your best becoming into fortition by allowing the future to pull you towards that. So you mm. actually can connect with your future self and ask it to bring you forth into that experience. Yes. And go easy on yourself, right? I mean, sometimes it's just a matter of spending a few minutes in meditation. Practice one thing different every day, right? Um, go out in nature. Um, don't, you know, I think that a lot of people just set themselves up for failure. And setting yourself up for success is, is really taking things in small doses. I, I feel very much like you do. Because right? sometimes I see that a lot of times people try to do too much too, too soon. Much. I, you know, a typical example of that is in January, people oh, open gym. up their gym oh. and then two weeks into it, they get hurt because <laughs> they were going too hard. Now they're off yeah. for six weeks because they have a sprained. This is you know. why LA Fitness is making so much money off of us. It's limiting beliefs and setting ourselves up for failure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it's... Go easy. You go easy and realize that you need to appreciate and love yourself above everything else. Yes. Because only by appreciating and loving yourself can you truly appreciate and love somebody else. Ooh, Otherwise, true. you're only trying to find love in somebody else that you cannot find in yourself. Oh, I know that that's true. That is 100% the truth. Because you are going to be with yourself for the rest of your life. Yes. You might want to start loving yourself. Yes. And that takes practice. So, I hope you all enjoy the rest of the holiday season. Fa la 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 la. La 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 la. We're going to jump on um, an interview. Dr. Lara is being interviewed by a global company next. I'm so grateful that you were able to join this mini little podcast before this global <laughs> interview. <laughs> thank you all for joining us and Merry Christmas. And here's to an amazing 2020 to you, Dr. Lara, and your family and to anybody who might be listening today. We love you. I love you. Merry Christmas. Merry thank Christmas. you. Merry Christmas.